Okay, it is Tuesday, May 19th. Time for another edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. I um, want to start off with some Anthony Smith stuff. So I know we talked about, I talked about it a little bit um, yesterday and about the stoppage and his corner should have stopped the fight. And some of the comments that were made by the broadcast team. Um, Today, Smith spoke to Ariel Hawani of ESPN. um, And I want to comment a little bit on his interview because it was a good interview. Um, Smith revealed a lot of interesting things. Um, Well thought out. He's a little incongruent, I think. Um, in his opinion on throwing in the towel, but we'll get to that. And so here's here's the first thing I want to comment on, and then there's a, there's several parts of the interview that I want to comment on, and here's the audio of the first part. Okay, so so then let's let's cut right to the chase. What do you make of all the criticism that your corner has received? Not the referee. We'll get to the referee, Jason Herzog, in a second. But the the corner has received a lot of criticism from uh, media, from analysts, from myself. I will be honest as well, um, saying that they should have looked out for you better and stopped the fight sooner. What do you make of that criticism? The, they, I feel bad because they're in a tough spot. I don't know if they if they wanted to stop it or if they thought about it. But I take that option away from them before we have ever gotten to that. Before any of this ever happened, before we ever anything, before any, I took that option away a long time ago. If you want to sit in my quarter, that's that's my rule. You don't stop the fight. You don't don't put your like leave it in my hands. Don't take it out of my hands. So, like I've told them before, if if you stop the fight or you throw the towel in. You can go ahead and walk back to the back to the locker room by yourself because I'll never stand by you again. I don't I don't need liabilities in my corner. I, I, the way that I fight, I end up in spots sometimes, and that's just how it goes. And I and most of the time, I've been able to come back and, and win. And sometimes you can't. You know, sometimes you just you run out of time, and, and sometimes it's just too too high of a hill to climb. But uh, I, I don't need those liabilities. I don't need to be getting to bad spots. Uh, working my ass off to try to get to a better position and and constantly having the back of my head worried that my corner is going to step in and not give me the opportunity. So whether they did or they didn't, it didn't matter. Like that's the rule that we don't, we don't stop fights. That's, that's it. And there's, there's a lot of other people that, that that's on and that's the referee and the doctor. And, and there's a reason those people have a job. Like that's their job. If he thought that it would needed to be stopped then that's on him. The doctor thinks that I can't continue, then that's on him. That's his that's his job. That's what he went to school for. That's what he's being paid for. Uh, I'm paying them to help me win fights. I don't need them constantly in the back of their head worried about how much damage I'm taking. That's not their job. I need them. They're paid to help me win fights, and that's it. So, so you've had explicit conversations with your cornerman saying, if you think about stopping this, if you do stop a fight that I'm involved in, we are never working together again. Yes. And what – so – why is that? Like, why that mindset? Because you could also make the case. I mean, look at one of the most famous, biggest boxing matches of the last decade. Wilder Fury was stopped by a cornerman. Why do you feel like that is a bad thing? I, I I just always want the opportunity, 
and I, and I, and I want it to be on me. You know, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm a self-made guy. Like I, I don't, I don't need anybody to step in and protect me. I've made it this far in my life. I've gone through all the adversity, not just in the sport, just in life in general. I, I don't need saved. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I, 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 and I felt like in this fight, it still wasn't like, I don't get all the uproar. Like, I don't think it was that bad. I really don't. Okay. I understand some of that. I understand the self-made man part. I understand um, that he wants the opportunity to work out of a bad spot. Um, I get that. I get those parts. But he wasn't in... I mean, he was he was in a bad spot against Teixeira, but he was in a spot also that the only way he was going to win that fight was by a stoppage. Um, and that's not a bad spot. That's that's it's different than a bad spot. A bad spot is uh, um, you just you might be close to being submitted. You might be rocked. That's a bad spot. But if you just lost two rounds by 10-8 scores um, and the only way you can win is by a knockout or a submission and you're by that time you have a, a broken orbital bone, you're missing teeth, a broken nose, um, you're being badly outstruck, I don't think that's a bad spot. I think that's a spot where the recovery is not going to happen. You're not going to come back. Um, his energy was was sapped. He wasn't going to come back. Short of a miracle, he wasn't going to come back. And 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 at that point, I think, um, you know, you you do need to look after your fighter. So his rule of being his rule um, to his team is don't stop the fight. Um, and if you do, you can just walk back to the locker room because he's never going to work with you again. All right, I get that. But at some point, a corner has got to say, I, yeah, I know all that. I know the repercussions, but I'm saving this person's health, long-term health. I don't think people think of it that way. Um, but why take damage that, you, that is more or less for nothing? He was going to get... Odds are Smith was going to get pummeled again for that whole last round. So that was a lot of unnecessary damage that he was going to take. So at that point, a corner has probably got to say, you know what, screw whatever rule he has. Um, if he fires me for stopping the fight for saving his health, long-term health, then so be it. Walk away from that. You know, make the call, throw the towel, and know you did the right thing I, I don't see a problem with that and if um, Smith says I can't work with you anymore then that's his decision but if you threw the towel um, because of a health a health risk a long-term health risk I think that's you know you can walk away from that feeling pretty good about yourself and if he says he won't work with you okay he won't work with you but I think Cooler heads will prevail in that in that um, in that situation, and then you just gotta. And if not, so be it. Like I said, you know, you can walk away knowing you made the right decision, 
um, by throwing in the towel. The, 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 the point where, he, where Smith says that that's a liability, I don't think that's true. I would hope that he... I mean, I think he me- thinks I think he means that, but I don't think that's a fact. Um, I don't think protecting someone's a liability. I don't think protecting um, someone's long-term health a liabil- liability. Now, if you throw in the towel a little early, um, if things are getting dicey, and you just kind of panic, okay. But this was a not a situation like that. This was a situation where the damage was going to be accumulating for a longer period in that in that fourth, fifth round and it was he wasn't going to win unless he knocked him out and he didn't get off his back in the I mean he didn't get off the ground once Teixeira had him down in in the fourth round he definitely wasn't going to get up in the fifth round so I think a stop I think throwing in the towel would have been fine um yeah, you you risk alienating a fighter, but you know in the back of your mind um, that you did the right thing and you protected this person's long-term health. Um, the thing where he says that the, the corners are paid to help him win fights and that's it, eh, yes and no. They're, they're paid to win f- help you win fights, true. They're paid to train you, they're paid to help you win fights, but they're also... There's a different relationship there. This isn't just a, a coach and fighter relationship. It's not. It's more more intimate than that because of the sport. And then you develop a relationship where you really care about this person, and you don't want to see them get long term damage. And and that's when that's why you throw in a towel. Don't let them take long term. Don't take them. Let them take unnecessary damage in a fight that they're not going to come back from. Um, I know that Smith will believe that he could have came back because that's what fighters do. But um, sitting in the corner watching this fight, I just don't think he was coming back. And a corner knows if they have a good relationship with their fighter that this is not one that they're going to come back from. So while I understand Smith's take on this, I and that he has a set of rules that he wants his team to follow. I still stand by the fact that um, his team should have thrown in the towel and then let the chips fall where they may after the event and after they speak to the fighter. So, no, listen, I I understand why people do do it. I get it, uh, and I and I would never knock anyone for throwing in the towel. You know, like I've seen fights where I'm like, man, they should probably stop that fight. You know, like I, it's just not for me. It's not that I'm I'm against it for other people. I think that it needs to be done in MMA more often. It absolutely does because I think we see some really bad situations sometimes. Uh, I just don't want it for me. You know, it's kind of like that parent thing. Like, <laughs> excuse me. Like, it's it's real easy as a parent to tell your kids like, don't do this, don't do that. But like sometimes you do do it yourself. So like, I know what's best. I just don't I just don't want to be a part of it in my in my own team. This is where it starts to get a little weird for me. Because he acknowledges that it needs to happen more in MMA. Um and he acknowledges that he's seen fights where it should have stopped, been stopped where the towel should have been thrown in. But then in the same breath, he says it's not for him. And I don't think you can have it both ways. You can't 
you can't say it's okay for that guy for, to throw in the towel for that guy, but don't ever think about doing it for me. I just uh, I don't I don't understand the the disconnect there. I mean I do understand the disconnect there because it's it's easy to say I'll throw it in the towel for 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 this guy, but I won't. But uh, I don't want ever want it to happen because that's a fighter mentality. It's one hundred percent a fighter mentality of I I can fight through every anything, um, but I don't want to see this guy other guy fight through anything because it, the towel should be thrown in. It's weird. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense from for somebody seeing it from the outside. But I understand it. But again, I don't think a coach can or a team can weigh that in to be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw in the towel for fighter A, but not fighter B, even though the situations are ninety-nine point nine percent the same. I just don't I don't see that so I think you have to treat all your fighters the same um, and have some kind of a, a good relationship with them that you care about them and you don't want them to take unnecessary damage throw in the towel explain that to them why you did it and and then move on and see what happens after that I, like I said I understand the disconnect um, because it's a fighter mentality and Smith has been fighting for a long time. So he's got that mentality ingrained. But that's something that I think that has that has to change um, as the sport changes. Um, and I just don't think it's, uh, it's healthy to let fighters take unnecessary damage. Media, I think that there's not a lot of news going on right now. And I think that it's, that was a, an easy home run. Uh, and it's easy to it's easy to attack people when when things don't go your way. Um, and sometimes I think there's media members in our sport that thinks that their opinion is the only one that matters. Uh, and if things aren't that way, then it's it's outrage and anger. And, and and again, there's not a lot of news right now. So, like, this is a big story because the fans were kind of being sissies about it. So. And as far as my colleagues, you know, I I do find it odd that like guys that are as tough as Michael Bisbing, Daniel Cormier and Paul Felder are, are upset about like me being in a tough fight, you know, like then that's how it feels like to me. Like I was in a tough fight, things kind of, you know, hit the fan and it didn't go my way, but how many rounds has Paul Felder fought with a broken arm? You know, like you can fight with a broken arm, but my teeth being gone is too much. Like, come on, dude. What are we doing here? Like Michael Bisbing in the biggest fight of his life with Anderson Silva, when he got knocked out at the very end of the round for the beginning of the next round was a dead body and was able to fight back, was given the opportunity. That's all I wanted was the opportunity. And, and if it didn't go my way, then that's on me. But, and then he goes in and wins the biggest fight of his life. And it, and it is a, a, a legend because of it. And because of his toughness and the tough fights that he's been in, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't get it. Like, and, and maybe some of it is they're just completely being media members on that side of it. And and that's how they look at it. But like, I, I feel a little bit betrayed, you know, like I, I feel like I'm very honorable when it comes to talking about other fighters and, and, and other guys. And, and, and if I ever had like a really big issue with something, I feel like instead of attacking them, 
uh, online, I would, I would call them and say, Hey man, like, you know, maybe we messed this one up or maybe we missed something here or like, how could we do this better? Um, like there used to be a brotherhood, you know, and, and, and maybe I'm just, you know, I guess I'm the last of a dying breed of kind of the old guard and the old way of doing things. Um, but I would, I would just never blast them like that. You know, like I, I'm just in there fighting for my family and, and trying to accomplish my goals. And then here I am, you know, I've looked up to DC as long as he's been on top, you know, like looked up to Felder and I told Felder this before I was even in the UFC when he was commenting for the CFFC that I, that I looked up to Felder and the way that he fought. And, and, and I have nothing but respect for Anik. He's done nothing but help me uh, try to flourish and grow uh, on the media side of it and on TV and, and, and helped me a lot. Uh, I just wish that that was more of a conversation we had in private. This is the section that I think really gets me um, in that it's obvious that Smith has put a lot of thought into this. It's obvious that he's um, a smart guy and he can make his point very well. Um, I don't agree with him that the media saw this as an easy story. Um, I think the media... Yes, we cover a sport that's inherently violent, but um, I think we have a lot in common with the the thinking of the fighters. But we we also don't want to see someone hurt um, more than you're going to get hurt. But we don't want to see anyone hurt more than is necessary or take abuse that is unnecessary. And I think. Um, Felder and Bisping and um, he mentioned Cormier. I think they're in the, of the same mind that Smith was earlier in this interview that um, it's it's okay for me to take this kind of damage and let me fight out of it, but I don't want to see someone else take this kind of damage. I think that's the same kind of situation they they are in, were in watching this. Um, because from the outside, it's, it's, Smith is in the cage. He doesn't, I, I don't think a fighter can see or accept the fact that they're not going to come back while they are in the fight. And I think that's the situation Smith was in. And I think that's kind of what he's, uh, alluding to when he speaks about the, it's okay if, he, he wants to fight on, but he would throw in the towel himself. So I think that's the situation that Felder and Bisping and DC and Annick saw. So I think it's coming from a caring um, a, a caring point of view. They, they don't want to see someone they respect um, take that much damage. And I don't think it was anything other than that. And I don't think, I don't think Smith should feel betrayed because like he said, um, if it would have been Felder in there or Bisping or DC and they were in a situation where it was looking like they can't come back, he would he would um, understand throwing in the towel. So he's got that ingrained mentality that, um, you know, it's let me get out of it. And I think the other fighters would have had the same mentality in the fight, but when they're outside of the fight, they can see that it's unnecessary, and that's why I think they said throw in the towel. And I don't think it's uh, something that they've 
think less of Smith or they, um, I think it's just the opposite of that. I think they think very much of him and they, they want to see him be able to continue and be healthy long term and, you know, keep fighting and, and get this one over, move on to the next one. And I think Smith knows that um, in his heart. I think he knows that because it, 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 that kind of matches up to what he said earlier in the interview. Uh, and that's my issue with Jason Herzog. Jason Herzog is a phenomenal ref. He's really good. He's, he's very, very good. Uh, and he did his job and he did it correctly. So now that, you know, there's a little bit of heat because people are in their feelings and, and they can't handle it. He, he wants to go back and apologize. Like, what are you apologizing for? Like, and that's what I meant when I said that's a coward move. Like, don't, don't, because social media, because Twitter is mean, you're going to go back and have and, and think that you have to make a different decision to appease the masses. That's like, I, I make it a point before every fight uh, in our fighter meeting to know exactly what their commands are and, and, and what he expects out of each one. And I did the same exact thing before the Glover fight. And so I know what to expect when I'm going in there. I know what the ref is going to do. Uh, and I responded accordingly per his commands right before the fight. So what are you apologizing for? Because you can't handle the heat on Twitter? Get out of here with that. It's the same thing with my coaches. Like, like I just don't, like, my, that's just the way I fight. Like, things are going to get a little heat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a little bit of heat. Like, if you can't handle it, maybe you're in the wrong business. I'm, I'm glad that he mentioned this um, because this is something I struggled with yesterday that when he when he, when he said that um, Herzog was a coward or cowardly for um, apologizing. And now that he's cleared this up, I, I understand it. I, I don't think I would have used those words, but I understand it because I agree with him. Herzog had no reason to apologize. He called the fight correctly. Smith, like he says here, did everything that the referee asked of him in, in those moments. And when Herzog saw that things were bad enough, he stopped it. Um, but earlier, um, Smith answered every every request that Herzog made. And so he did not stop the fight earlier. And that is, he made the right call in my mind. And I don't think he should have apologized. Um, and I don't think that he let the fight go on too long. I still think the corner should have thrown in a towel. And I think Herzog did, by the by the book, by going by the book, he, he called the fight correctly. Now, if the commissions and the promoters want to change things up and the doctors want to change things up, that's fine. But what's on the books now, I think Herzog did the right thing. And I agree with Smith that he shouldn't have apologized. Um... And I would hope that his um, his refereeing is not affected by this. I don't think it will be. I, I think maybe he did uh, apologize because of some pressures he felt, um, just people giving him grief, but that was unnecessary grief. Um, so I would agree here. He didn't need to apologize, but I wouldn't have used um, coward or cowardly. But again, that's probably Smith just out of frustration um, using those terms knowing that Herzog did make the right calls. Do, do, are you able to say, hey, this is my rule, but it's maybe not the smartest way to go I'm not even fighting? saying that I wouldn't stop the fight. Interesting. Wow. So someone like, might say that that's contradictory. I would that's definitely do it for somebody else. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought you don't believe in it. For me. Right. For me. Then why I would like, you do it for someone else? So, so my best friend, his name's Ryan Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, fought on the on the regional scene. You know, he, he never made it to any huge shows or anything. But um, in his last fight, he he shot a takedown. The guy stuffed his takedown, uh, circled around behind him and kind of hit him with one of those uppercuts behind his arm like uh, uh, Dan Henderson hit Fedor with. Mm-hmm. It was one of those and, and knocked him out. And I was immediately stopping the fight. Like, I just didn't have, like, the ref just beat me to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was ready to throw the towel in because I just can't watch it. Why would you do that for someone else, but you wouldn't want someone to do that for you? Because I know I know who I am, and I know what I'm willing to lose, and I know how far I can push. Like, I know how deep I can dig if I really need to. Uh, and, again, I've done it before. And and I've just I, – I know, I know every – I, I know everything about myself. I know that sounds stupid, but I know, I know what I can handle. Like I know how much I can take. I, I, I and I just, I don't, I, I don't know that about other people. This is, um, I think this is the most confusing part for me because he says clearly that, you know, he's, he might've stopped the fight if it would have been someone else. So I think in his heart, he knows that his if his corner would have stopped the fight, it would have been the right call because it, it was getting uncomfortable. Um, they don't know 100% what he can take, and so they would stop the fight. And it's the same exact reason that Smith would have stopped the fight and has and said here that he was going to stop a fight. So I think had the fight been stopped, cooler heads would have prevailed. Um because I think when Smith would sit down and think about his opinion on others as opposed to his opinion on himself, well, his friend might have felt the same way that Smith felt here. Hey, I could have fought back and I could have I could have recovered. You should you you should have let me. And I think it's the same kind of situation that Smith was in. Um, his corner, if they would have thrown in the towel, I think he would have been mad. I think he would have been upset, but I think um, when he calmed down, when he thought things over, that he would have realized that his corner shares the same kind of thinking that he had with his with his friend and teammate. It's it's a this is a very interesting interview, um, and it really gets into what fighters think of themselves, and and how they have the ultimate faith in themselves that no matter what, there's always a chance that they can come back. Um, and that's the reason I think the corner has to protect them. Um, and I, I think that's the reason why I think his corner should have waved off the fight. Um, he was at that point where coming back was probably a 0.1%. And, and I think Smith would have realized that. I might be wrong. I mean, he still might have fired everybody. But they could have walked away with their head held high, knowing they did the right thing, like I said. And and this comes, and this leads me to what I think is going to be the overarching point here, and and then I'm going to wrap it up, is that we don't want someone getting, we just don't want a death in the cage. We don't want that to happen. Um, And I know we'll have knuckleheads out there saying that uh, the media would want that because it would get clicks. 
But that's not what anybody wants. No one wants to see someone, you know, permanently damaged or, or, or die in a fight. They don't want that. No one wants that. Um, and I think that's why the corner has to stop that. And if we're we're reaching a point in the in the in MMA where that's you know it's a possible if it becomes a possibility if these things happen because fighters say like Gaethje said it you know he's he's willing to die um, Israel Adesanya willing to die and these are just recent recent times I'm sure there's more many 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 more fighters that feel the same way. Um, but the corners can't be willing to let them die. Um, it, it just it, it it doesn't make sense to let things go that far or even close to that far. Um, and I think that's why boxing is more inclined to throw in the towel than MMA because there have been multiple deaths in boxing. Um, and I think that's why they throw in the towel more often, because they know, you know, the guy can look okay, but if he takes more abuse, there's a a, a chance that he could die because they've seen it happen more than once, and they don't want their that to happen to their fighter, and I don't want that to happen in MMA because. I mean, it has happened. It hasn't happened in the UFC. It hasn't happened at the top level. Um, and I don't want it to happen. And I don't think any of the fighters or any of the corners want to want to see it happen. So I think if the mentality can't change, then the promotions and the athletic commissions are going to have to make it change. And if that means rule changes, if that means different uh, people can stop the fight and so be it take it out of the hands of the ones that are unwilling to do it and and you know if it's a doctor then it then I, I don't think I think people will have a problem with it but I don't think that you can argue with a, 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 a physician saying that that's enough from what I see, that's enough. So I do think it needs to change, and I do think that if we have to make a change from the from the top down, then so be it. But I don't like where things are going. I don't like the way things are. And I think we need to save people from themselves sometimes. And I think that is the case for fighters that or like Anthony Smith, or like most fighters that are willing to die um, to get to their, their ultimate goal. Let's not let that happen. So um, I think that's all I have to say about the Anthony Smith situation here. But I, I, do, I, I did enjoy this talk um, that he had with Ariel Hawani, and I, I think it revealed a lot about him. Um, that was good to know, and it was, like I said, very interesting, and definitely take the time to, to listen to the whole thing, because this is not the whole interview. It goes on for, I think, 45 minutes with Helwani, so check it out. It's on uh, ESPN's 
The full interview is on ESPN's YouTube page. ESPN MMA YouTube. All right, I'm already over 32 minutes on this one, so um, I had some other stuff, but I'll save that for tomorrow. And I think this was a good episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and um, definitely check out the full interview with um, Anthony Smith. All right, until tomorrow, stay safe.